This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Coach, we are on location today. Um, Thanks for getting us all set up here at Columbia Central High School. We've got a lot to celebrate today at Columbia Central High School. I want to first kick off the show with a young man by the name of Dorian Ruffin. And and the other folks in the studio also know this person in the room. Um, Dorian, welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for having me. I know that you're a senior and you're getting ready to graduate soon and you probably didn't have to have classes today or have to be here. So thank you for coming and um, sharing with us some of the things that um, you have done, you have accomplished recently. Hey, we are at the school. There's the bell. Don't run. Don't jump. Don't do anything. All right, Dorian, you want to tell our listening audience a little bit about who you are and say, you know... Yes, um, my name is Doreen Ruffin, by y'all have already heard. Um, I'm a senior at Columbia Central High School. Um, I do. I run track. I was in the band. Uh, I do music a lot, honestly. That's just a little... Do you play an instrument? Me. I play all the instruments. Really? Yes. Because I've been a musician most of my life. I played trombone and baritone. As far as I haven't played them, I, I can play the guitar, the piano, the drums. Oh, you play all the the instruments that would allow you the opportunity to be in a band. Yeah, yeah, basically. very cool. Do you sing? Yeah, a little bit. All right, you're you're welcome to uh, give us a belt out. You know, give us a song today on the Big L School Bus if you'd like. No pressure. Um, that's cool that you're a musician, but you've done something recently, and that's I have you on the show here today. Um, I seen a picture of you and Doctor Steele online. And it said that you were you had won a contest. Would you explain to our listening audience? Yeah. You might want to explain what it means too, because I really don't know what it means. All right, um, I won I won an award for an oratorical contest. An oratorical contest is basically where it's a contest where you're getting judged on a speech. Like you have to write a speech, and you have to like tell people like tell people the speech like memorize you have it. to deliver it yes you deliver okay. the speech yeah that's yeah. The, that's the word i was trying to think of but you have to deliver the speech and you have to persuade the audience and the judges uh, on your topic um how confident you are in your topic and that's what i want on that sounds pretty cool sounds kind of difficult too that um you would uh, be able to get a win like yeah. um, now, this wasn't just like a school win or nah. or or a county win. This was a statewide win. Yep. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. What was what was your topic? My topic was black wealth inequality. So I was basically talking about like how uncommon black wealth is and like where it started, like black wealth inequality where it started. It really started from like slavery, and then like as you go further, it started. Like, in the Great Depression and stuff like that, Black Wall Street. And then, eventually, it goes into, like, the fair housing. And I basically talk about how, like, the system was not built for black Americans to flourish. And, like, I talk about that. But 
I t- also talk about how we were oppressed physically and how now we're oppressed mentally. But now things are better to where black people have the choice to allow that to happen. And that's basically what I talk about. And I say how we can start by investing in ourselves and being mindful of our habits. So I, love that, I love that you went through a little history of it then. So you went yeah. back in time and said, you know, this is kind of why. Mm-hmm. And then you went into the how, how it's gotten much better, right? Right. All I mean, right, that's, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it's better, but like, it's not where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, basically. still got a long ways to go. Yes, yeah. yes. There's that's still room for improvement. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's and what I was so many about. things in, in, in mm-hmm. life. Um, that's impressive. And now, winning this oratorical contest, um, whether if this was statewide, how many people were competing? And because you were the top winner. Yes. Um, at the state, it was two other contestants. Okay. They had good topics too they talked about the uh, effects of COVID-19 on the education system yeah and they delivered it really well it's just that mine you know I apparently you delivered little, yours a little bit better you did a little better I mean I didn't want to you can, I didn't wanna you say, can say that because you point, are the winner at this point you're allowed to brag a little bit okay you know what I'm nah, absolutely I still, I still gotta maintain humility you know what I mean there you go I like hey. that I like how you said that um so the next step, this isn't just this isn't the end of your um, oratorical contest. It goes on to the no- another step, correct? Yes, it, it goes on to two more steps. So like, it's four levels. It was the local level, then the state level, then the regional level, then the national level. And right now, I'm at the national. No, no, the regional level. You're at the regional level, yes. so it'll be like um, southeast the United States. Um, no, it's going to be in the same spot that it was in for the state. But, but your re- the region consists oh, yeah, of the yeah. southeast United States. Yes. So, yeah. okay. All right, very cool. Well, congratulations, Dorian. That's a big accomplishment. Mike, did you uh, have another question? Yeah, was there somebody here at the school? <laughs> it's the, school time again. I'm say. On location. Uh, but uh, was there somebody here that particularly helped you uh, in getting ready for this? And um, Not anyone necessarily. Like, I wrote the speech. People, I helped, I had people to um, listen. Mm-hmm. So, like, they helped in giving me feedback. Like, my teachers, like, when I got done with the speech, I was saying the speech over and over to them. And they was giving me, like, good criticism. I told them, like, they was like, I'm not going to give you any criticism. I'm like, sure, give me the worst criticism. Yeah, yeah be tough on me. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I want to hear. That's how you improve. Right. So, like, I had everybody from my teachers, other students, uh, my principal. They all heard me and said that it sounded good. And, like, they gave me, like, criticism to make it better. And I just kept sharpening my point and trying to get it across. Okay. Well, congratulations, I, and I wish you much luck. And and this is this um, regional contest is it coming up soon? Um, it comes up in July. It's in, in July, it's July eighth. Well, co- congratulations, Darian, Mister Ruffin. And you said the, the the contest is at the same location that you had the state. Where yes. where what location is that? Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson. Okay, uh, great. Uh, so you get to travel a little bit with this thing. Yeah. All right, way to go, man. Now. If you'd like to stay on for this first 20-minute segment and maybe chime in to the next guests on the show, you're more than welcome to because I'm going to bring Coach Vance on the show after we go to break so we don't have all the movement of the uh, microphones and everything. But I want to go ahead and introduce on the Big Yellow School Bus the champion rugby, girls rugby team from Columbia Central High School. Let's call it the state 
champions. Let's let's go one step. There you go. What'd you say, State champs. State champs. Let me go around the room and introduce our guests. These are players from the team, and we're going to get down and talk about the um, season and how they managed to go to the state championship and win, and then you have another level also. So first, let me introduce Miss Kara Workman. Hello, Welcome, Kara. Hello, hello. You were so nervous, but you sound great. Thanks. <laughs> She's like, finally, I get to say something. I've been sitting here. Um, Kara, you are a junior at Central High School. Yes, sir. What drew you to rugby? Um, well, um, in the beginning of my sophomore year, um, I had my friend Lily. Um, she's the captain of our team right now. She introduced me to it, and I was kind of like, oh, you know, I'm not really built to just hit people without pads. I'm kind of scared. And um, in the beginning of my junior year, I decided to just, you know, show up to one practice, and Coach Vance told me I had potential, and I took it and ran, and we're here. Wow. Yeah. I love that, uh, the way you said that. Um, we're going to talk more in-depth about that, but I'm going to go around the room and introduce your teammates. Next on the Big L School Bus is Kiana Edwards. Welcome, Kiana. Thank you. Kiana, same question for you. What drew you to a sport like rugby? Um, I just wanted to try something new. Um, I've been really wanting to play for a while. It just took some convincing for my mom to let me play, and she finally <laughs> let me play. There you go. So, that's how go. I'm here. Well, welcome to the show. And, again, I'll say we'll get into this a little bit, Matt, because I don't think everybody really knows that much about rugby yet. It, yeah. It's an up-and-coming sport. And um, earlier in the year, we uh, talked a little bit about it at Spring Hill High School and learned a little bit so that our listening audience knows a little bit about rugby. But I was watching a show recently, and I seen all these people in a group and they put the ball underneath of them or something, and then the ball got kicked out, and I'm like, what are they doing? And there's a scrum, scrum right. Yes, We're going to explain that, okay? Um, let me uh, welcome our, our final um, student guest, Miss Kiara Granberry. Hey. Hi, Kiara. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on the Big Yellow School Bus. Um, what drew you to the sport of rugby? So um, one of my best friends, Trinity, she has been playing since freshman year, and she asked me to come out to one of the practices freshman year. And so I tried it, and then I actually liked it from the first practice, and so I just stuck with it. You know, every girl we've talked to, Mike, has said the exact same thing. After my first practice, I was hooked. Yes, sir. There's it, something about the game, it's right? something about it. It's it's such a, a loving environment, no matter what team you're on. And you would be surprised. I was thinking the same thing, You would Mike. be surprised. As much as, as, much as, as aggressive as it is, as high maintenance, as scary looking as it is, there is nothing but consideration for safety and well-being and managing. On both sides, on right? On both sides, yes, sir. I found it very interesting when I was looking at your house Facebook page for the Columbia Central High School Rugby. And you did a big shout-out. I don't know if Coach Vance did it or, or if you ladies had a chance. To another team. Yes, sir. And it was the team you beat. Yes, sir. And you called them sisters, and you and you said nice things. And I was like, wow. Because it's all a, a sisterhood. It's a competitive sport, mm -hmm. but you gave a huge shout-out to your team that you just I mean, you kind of walked all over them that day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say, what was the score? 
uh, which game? The final game, I think. Seventy-seven to five. Oh my Seventy-seven God. to five. The I mean, final you, you game gotta, of the season. You what do you got to say? Some nice words after that one. <laughs> 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 they come. They come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things we'll find interesting after the break, we'll talk a little bit more about the logistics of the game. Is the scoring is really different too? Yes, sir. Because you have an opportunity to make. What's your maximum points you can make per score? So with a try, um, which is pretty much a touchdown, you get five points. And with a conversion kick, which is pretty much a field goal kick, you get two extra points. So, so. you can make seven points just like as in like football, yes, regular sir. football. And But then there's lower scoring points also. Like There are penalty points just as well as football. So you can get like two extra points. I think you can get three extra points. Yeah, you can get, you can get one point, right? No. Do you guys do you guys find yourself drawn to watching rugby on TV now? Yes, because after I went to the Spring Hill show and then I was when it, on the weekends I'll be just flipping through channel. Oh, there's a rugby game, mm-hmm. so I just stop and I watch and I'm googling the whole time. What does it mean when they do this? Because I don't know <laughs> these rules, you know, and I'm learning as I go, mm-hmm. and I'm fascinated by it. And um, when we were first, well, when I was first introduced to the sport. All I would do, I would just sit in my room, lock myself in my room, and just watch rugby for hours. And I can tell you that my team, when coach sends our game film, every single time I see one of my teammates, they're just glued to their phone, just watching the games because it's such a, it's such an intricate game. It's so competitive. There's many little rules that are just. It's it's laid out so well. It's just an amazing sport. I don't know how to explain and, it. And I have to say that, in, in, like you were saying, I think we discussed a little bit before the show started, the safety part of it. I mm-hmm. mean, you guys really, I mean, if you look at the NFL or any football, in um, high school football, they are suited up with pads and more pads, and they're well protected with helmets and everything. <laughs> rugby teams, rugby players basically just out there they don't wear i mean you wear some protection some padding maybe i don't know for sure what you uh, um, what it there's is a scrum requires cap, yeah. you have scrum caps like you know the little padding you see outside of a football helmet look like an old-time bicycle hat mm-hmm. from remember right pretty much it's just little pads on your head and that's about it mm-hmm. no no shoulder pads you could if you wanted to but there's really no point there's no point no sir and no different it's <laughs> But, <laughs> Dorian, have you watched a rugby game? I watched it for so. <laughs> okay, so you, you're familiar. They be, they be throwing each other. Yeah, and I'm that. thinking, and they don't have pads. And very rarely was there somebody being hurt. Yes. Yeah. And even from high school to professional rugby, very seldom is there an injury. And they take the injuries when you hurt somebody very seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like in the game of soccer. Mm-hmm. A red card is going to go flying fast if you do something wrong if you break the rules and you hurt somebody correct yes sir very quickly like um there's not only are there rules for the games i mean for safety but there are rules for the games so you know there are a lot of things that the sirs which are the refs do to make sure that the game runs smoothly and safely so you know um there's a yellow card for if you just swat the ball out of the air or there's a yellow card for things like high tackling which is one of the main reasons that you see very few concussions and very few shoulder injuries is because you you have to maintain 
you have to hit where the meat is pretty much yeah. like you have to put your shoulder into the hip to make sure that there's not that there's not too much damage because a lot of times in football you see people just picking people up and throwing them on the ground and you see people aiming with their heads and you see people just grabbing people by the feet and that's where all the but in rugby it's it the main focus is safety to make sure that such an aggressive game like this is safe for everyone because it can go bad very fast. Sounds like the NFL and football could you take a lesson from rugby. <laughs> well, actually, they have in in, in a lot of regards. Mm-hmm. I was just talking with the, the ladies as a, as a former as a former football coach that we had gone to a couple of clinics to uh, learn some tackling techniques, and the main speaker was a rugby coach. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, again, he came through with the idea: Hey, we do all this, and we don't do it with pads, so it can be done. Coach right. calls and it wrap and drive. Yeah. What did you call it? Wrap and drive. Wrap yeah. and drive. Mm-hmm. So you put your shoulder into about where the, the abdomen and the legs connect, and then you take your arms, you wrap around the back of the knees, and drive. So then they fall on their butts and not on their head. Wow. Sounds impressive. Um, rugby at Columbia Central High School. Did you guys lose any games this year? Not, not this year, year. no, sir. <laughs> You went undefeated the entire year and finished with a 75-5 to win. Now, I can imagine when you go to the next phase of rugby, you're going to be facing teams that had similar seasons, probably. Yes, yes, sir. And I bet you're feeling pretty good going in, but there's probably a lot of work left to be done to get prepared for this game, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Um, And a lot of us, a lot of us, um, me and Kayana included, are first-year players. So there are a lot of things that we have to learn, and we have a lot of veterans on our team who are teaching us, as well as our coach, who has um, um, our coach Lex Vance, who is our coach Brian Vance's daughter. She is a D1 rugby player herself. So we have a lot of things to work on, but we have the right the right resources to you know get us where we need to be. I like that. And, you know, you think about a, a sport like this, you'd think these would be big, rough, tough people, but these are some beautiful young ladies. They're not like monster giants. I'm, some of them. Well, yeah, I, I have some seen some big girls. There, there have been a lot of lineups, and my team has looked at her like, I'm staying away yeah. from her. Like, you, you see the NBA draft people just like I've seen. There's a girl on Father Ryan. She's about six one, and she's just, they're just. That's the kind of person you avoid. Well, I mean, you don't have, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't you avoid, can't avoid them, them. But, right. I mean, you you're, might as well take the hit. You, you practice that safety part of it. Mm-hmm. You're taking the hits and you're giving the hits. Mm-hmm. And hopefully with somebody that big, you have somebody helping you give the hit. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, it, it, it's it's a team sport. And when I watched it on TV and watched it live, I was like, the person that gets the ball, it's like a magnet. The rest of the team are with them. No matter what, and they can pass back, right? You can only pass backwards. Okay, that's okay. That's an you can only pass backwards, mm-hmm. and that way you can continue momentum. If you have a group of girls running, and then you pass back, and then somebody blocks, um, how do you handle blocking? If you know you you talk about the safety part of it, blocking is going to be something that I think. I th- would think you could get hurt, and that's what not the case. What do you mean case. blocking? Blocking. <laughs> what do you, so, Jack, they don't, like they they don't block in rugby. Yeah, you're, it's not allowed in rugby. Yeah. Um, oh, you're not okay. allowed to tackle um, anyone that doesn't have the ball, or um, you're not allowed to, you know, just do willy-nilly anything. Um, so, like, it's you can't. 
how do I explain it? Um, if you stand in front of your teammate while they're about to be tackled, that's an obstruction, and that's a penalty. Uh, yeah, you're not. Uh, okay. You, we in football we tend to call it running interference or blocking for the runner, right. and we tend to open holes. That's in rugby, allowed. they're not allowed to do uh, that. All right. Well, we're going to bring back um, the ladies from the Columbia Central rugby team in just a few minutes after the break. And then we're going to have Coach Vance on the show. Dorian, thank you for coming on. You're welcome to stick around for the end of the show if you'd like today. Um, we have shout-outs at the end of the, the Big L school bus. So we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Caledonian Financial is a full-service financial planning firm. What we mean by that is we work with young clients, assisting budgeting in Ross, young families with college planning, life and disability insurance, older clients as they bring in 401k rollovers, seek advice with estate and tax planning, and finally with elderly clients when it comes to the distribution phase of their retirement and long-term care options. This is Marianne Stevick with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. The NASCAR Cup Series. The King Richard Petty is there, and the green flag is in the air. Takes on the track too tough to tame. Three wide to the top. Truex gets turned. Oh, and they're piling it up on the back straightaway. As the NASCAR 75 is honored. Off four, final time. Crowd on their feet, and Joey Logano has won at Darlington. It's the Goodyear 400. 1 p.m. Sunday, May 14th on WKOM 101.7 FM. 
This is Landon Evans, the greatest student coming at you from Santa Fe Unit School. This is WKOM on 101.7 FM, and you are listening to the greatest radio station in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools, talk radio show and podcast. Catch us on podcast at thebigyellowschoolbus.com. Wow, what a great first segment, and thank you, Darian Ruffin. I know Darian's still in the uh, in the room here, and he'll be back later in the show, maybe to do a shout-out, or if you want to, holler in, and we'll get you on the radio again, or get you on the show again to uh, chime in. Um, we are now going to welcome Coach Vance to the Big Yellow School Bus. You are the coach of the girls' rugby team for Columbia Central High School, correct? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming today. Um, thanks for taking my call yesterday. And um, I, I believe when I called you this morning, you said, um, well, I thought that was at 1 o'clock today. I said, no, the calendar says 8. So you came anyway, and I really appreciate that. And, and gathering the ladies here today, um, uh, that is great that you were able to do that. I am telling you, this is an impressive, impressive year for rugby and the girls' rugby team at Central High School. How in the world did you all come away with an undefeated season? I mean, we talked about what drew you to rugby, but what inspired you to have such a successful season? And anybody can take the question, coach okay, or the I'll girls. All right, Kiara. I think what really drove us is because from Coach Vance, he taught us a new system. And I really think this is a new system that really works well than rather just having pods. Like we're just literally three people in a straight line. Because on this system we have, it's a triangle. And it's, we have right, tri, uh, rock, roll, and strike. And then. Rock, roll, and, and strike. strike. Yes, sir. And um, really, the, our defense, like the other team, they don't really know what we're calling. Because for row, we. Oh, I cannot say this on live. <laughs> I'm telling the system. Don't don't give away the secrets. <laughs> That's all right. Don't give away the secrets. I don't think. But he, he did. brought in. It's safe to say, he brought in a new strategy yes, brought, that y'all yes. hadn't been using yes. in a while. Honestly, so. what inspired us was just making sure we trusted it. Um, it was very very new to us. Very very new. It was it was confusing. And the first couple of weeks, we were very very frustrated. We were like, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> they were just yelling at us because we're doing it wrong. But once we finally understood what was really going on and we got into the groove of it and we actually um we had lost a scrimmage to the team we um we played against for the state championship we had lost a scrimmage to them and that was our first time really running the new system and so once we got into the groove of it we kind of saw okay maybe he's not tripping you know <laughs> he does know something about what he's he talking about right something. <laughs> now, if we gave away some secrets we can take that off the show yeah yeah no we're good i'm pretty sure we're good coach yeah. so i mean we run a pretty simple system okay um and the issue is, even when people know the system, they're going to struggle. Yeah. Because what the girls may have realized, hopefully by now, is I give them a shape to play in. So it kind of tells you, like, where to be. But as mm-hmm. far as what to do from there, they all have freedom to make the decision. Right. This isn't like football where we're going to say, hey, you run an out route, you're going to run a post, you're going to run a quick slant. They have the lines that they're running, but as far as who gets the ball and when, that's up to them. Right. You know, everyone on the field has the freedom to make the decision. Are we always going to make the right decision? No. Will we learn from it? Yes. And so there is no, like, hey, I'm just going to play defense this way and stop it because every 
every person that has the ball has multiple options right. of what to do with it. Now, my understanding, there's different um, levels of rugby teams. There's like a seven, a yes, sir. 12. We have sevens and 15s. Sevens and 15s. Yes, and what does Columbia Central usually use? We do both. Okay. Um, so actually, if you go back to the fall, which is seven season, which is exactly opposite of college. College does their stuff, so their fall time is 15s and springtime is 7s, whereas high school, for some reason, is opposite. Our sevens fall time is 7s, and then springtime is 15s. So for 7s, it's literally seven people on the field from each team, and you play two seven-minute halves. That's the Olympic version. It's a lot of running, a lot of open field tackling, mm-hmm. spatial awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, we did lose one game. Oh, God. <laughs> we lost. The, we lost the. This is upsetting her. It, it was. It, it was devastating. It was tough. We had. We had really beat everybody throughout the season. Every tournament got to the state championship. Had a few key players that were injured, and you know I think three or four out of our starting seven had either tweaked an ankle or one had broken a collarbone. So like they were out. We wow. were beat up that tournament, and we still went to the championship. We lost by two points, and that was with the sevens. And yeah. sevens, we lost to Father okay. Ryan. So that kind of kind of lit a spark so coming in with 15s we had an influx of newer players coming out so we went from having 24 players during sevens enough for two teams which we did have two teams mm-hmm. to 15s we have almost 40 players wow so most of the time running 40 players it's just myself up there on the field uh, my daughter's tried to help out remotely a little bit we'll have conversations but it's just me on the field with 40 players Wow, that's impressive. Forty. We don't see how he's still saying we question. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how he does it. Trying to keep forty girls happy. I just he does well. He does nice. And there you go. He also um, with teaching us the new the new um, the new shape to play, and he taught us how to read the defense. And I honestly think that is one of our one of our main things that gets us the. You know the field awareness we have. He taught us how to make sure. He taught us how to make the decisions, the freedom that he was talking about. He told us how to use it. So, so how did you recruit forty young ladies to play rugby? Uh, I mean, it was because their friends heard how cool it was and how much fun it was. It's interesting that you know Columbia Central has always had numbers, um, and I attribute that to you know. Girls are just like guys. They want to play sports. They have the aggressiveness as well. And if you look at what's available, what are their options? Well, it's not really football. I mean, right? yes, they could if they wanted to, but it's rarely going to happen. Soccer. Soccer, you're not allowed to tackle. I mean, right. if you're too aggressive, you get a yellow card. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, well, you know, what is there? It's like, oh, rugby? And then you also try to talk to them and tell them that regardless of your size, your speed, your shape, there is a position for you in rugby. Hmm. And unlike football, every person on the field gets to touch the ball and has a chance to score. It's not like football where you have a offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. You don't get to score ever. Like right. on the field, every person is just as important as the next, and every person has the opportunity to score. So, you know, like our simple motto this year has been, we before me. You, you know, go. it's all we about the team. Me. It's not about the individual. So... To make a score, you have to run with the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to run with the ball. Um, and rugby is one of those things, so I don't know if everybody knows, but rugby actually predates football. That's where football came from. So you either have to pass lateral or behind you. The only way you're allowed to pass forward is if you kick it forward. Okay. So that's the only forward pass allowed is kicking. 
So even then, you have to catch the ball, run, and then go across the goal line. Wherever you touch it down is called a try, which is also where touchdown came from because you have to physically touch the ball down. You can't just run across the goal line and stand up. Ah, but here's where but here's where it gets tricky. So let's say you you're pushed out wide on the field and you run across in the corner, and you set the ball down. Well, that's where they have to try to kick the conversion. They have to come out at least ten meters. It can be more to get a better angle, but it has to be at least ten meters, and they have to try to kick a conversion from the corner. So that's why you see a lot of the players when they run across the goal line, they try to get close to the uprights as possible because it makes it easier for so that kicker. Can you be tackled? In the end zone. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So to keep them, to keep you from getting to the middle, they can still the, tackle you once you cross that goal line. It is so. the most devastating thing to get to the end of a try, and you set the ball down, and either you drop it because if you you can't just let the ball go and it touches the ground, you have to physically hold the ball and touch the ground. It can be held up, it can be swatted away, it can be you can be tackled, and the ball flies out your hand. It is the most devastating thing to have someone do that to you at the end of a try line it's awful that's why that's what i was talking about with the the little rules in rugby that can just it can just it can it can dominate everything well that's like one, <laughs> one of the things kara was hinting at that you know it's still one of the things that you know our players are still learning is what's called held up mm-hmm. and so if you're going in there and you're trying to break through to, to touch the ball down if somebody puts their arms under it mm-hmm. or they tackle you where the where the ball is trapped between you and them where they cannot physically get the ball to the ground it does not count as a score. Wow. So you can actually prevent somebody from scoring in by not allowing in the, the end zone, yeah. by not allowing the, the ball, ball to physically be. touch the ground. And that's that's heartbreaking when it's <laughs> you're right there and you think you got it. And, yeah, because you made it over the line mm-hmm. and you're about to get it, but somebody scoops underneath and you're like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's not no, happened to you later, no, right? Once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I have noticed in watching some games on TV, and, and I don't. I may be misapplying this, but in the when you tackle somebody, don't you have to hold them on the ground for a no. minute? I thought I thought there was one where they could at least it, it looked like to me they got tackled and because they didn't get held, they they got right back up and started oh, running again. It. So with a with a tackle, if you when you tackle someone, a tackle is when the ball carrier's knees touch the ground. That is a tackle. So once you tackle someone, the tackler has to then roll away. Um, roll away means you have to like literally get back on your feet and leave the person. Get, get, get off of yeah. and get away from. So it, yeah. then you could poach if you wanted to. Poaching is taking the ball from when they're presenting the ball back to their team. You could poach um, or whatever. But as far as what you saw on TV, that is what we call a quick up. So if you are tackled and there is not a ruck set over you where people are, you know, presenting or I don't really know how to explain a ruck, but. Um, there is not a ruck set and there's no one there to help you, you then can leave the ball on the ground, very quickly stand up, grab the ball, and continue running. That's one of the little rules that you have. Um, If you're not held down or if there's no ruck set above you, you can then retry. You just have to make sure that your feet are square on the ground or they will call you for playing the ball off your feet. Okay. That kind of answer your question? Yeah, a little bit. It's 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 really interesting. We'll wait for the announcement here. It's it's really interesting that the rules are so deep. I mean, I mean, there's way more rules in this than I would have imagined. And the fact that a tackle is not a tackle unless it's a full tackle where you've got to maintain 
is it a timing thing or you've got to get them on their knees? I, I, I still don't quite understand what a successful tackle would be. So if you're trying to tackle someone and they're still chopping their feet, they're not technically down. But if at any point one of their knees touches the ground, that's considered them being tackled. So you have to release them and they can go down and try to present the ball. Because, again, it's about safety. If you've got a player that's on a knee or two and somebody's in here and just keeps trying to hit them, they're vulnerable. Okay. They're at risk. I got you. You know, you can't get in that lower position to tackle them that's safe because it's mainly their upper body that's exposed. The last thing you want is a hard shot in a back or a head. All right, so once you've had a successful tackle, do they maintain the ball or do they have to give up the ball? So the person that had the ball when they get tackled maintains it, and they have to, they're on the ground, and they will turn and lay and present the ball towards their team. And that's when another player comes in, kind of grabs a hold of their, their shorts and their jersey, and gets almost in a bear crawl position, for lack of better words. And you want to keep your hips and your shoulders level, and that's called setting the ruck. And so as long as the ruck is there and you want the ball to be inside of that player's feet, you don't want it to go past their feet. And as long as the ball is there, you can't come around to try to get it. You have to come straight through what we call the gate. Is that the beginning of the scrum? That's actually just the beginning of a ruck. The ball <laughs> yeah. is still the ball is still man, alive. Man, yeah, there, there's there's a, there's a, a whole world of terminology here yeah, that, that you and I are, are it's learning. It's very hard to so. explain without <laughs> visuals. It's, it's... I mean, you start getting, you know, scrums, lineouts, rucks, knock-ons, malls, malls, grubbers. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's a lot of terminology. And this is a loving <laughs> and this is a loving sport. It, it, it really is. is. <laughs> With loving terminology, it really is. It really is. It really is. Like you, you see, you see a bunch of girls. Like during our state championship games, a lot of these girls, um, a lot of those girls were some of my teammates. But even without knowing them prior to the games in seven season, we were, we were hugging, we were talking we, after the games, we were taking pictures. Even during our state championship games, we're hugging, we're talking, and once that whistle blows, it is all competition, but it is no animosity. It's all competition, no animosity, and I make sure, a coach makes sure to let our team know that. And so we go around Tennessee, well, we've been around Tennessee, and we just bring all these girls together, and no one has seen a team like this before. I don't know what Coach Vance did to make all of us some Care Bears, but he, he, just, he teaches us that, you know, once... There is nothing other than the game that is competitive or like there's there's love for everyone here and there's there's room for everyone here. No, no matter what race, size, color, you know, you could be pink, purple, blue or red if you wanted to. It's just you're here to play rugby. You're here to get a win. You're here to do everything except for make anything an issue. I'm really thinking I really love the game of rugby and I don't really know about it yet. So I've got to learn more and watch more and Google more because <laughs> um, I seen the, the a professional game on TV and it seemed like they were over and over and over again. They were all huddled down and the ball was below them. I couldn't <laughs> see the ball. So that, that's a scrum. So anytime there's um, anytime there's any kind of a penalty, like say, let's pretend Kara tries to pass the ball to Kiana. And it just hits her in the hands and falls forward. Okay. Well, it's a knock-on. That's what we call a dead ball penalty. So that's where you get the scrum that you're talking about. So now you're going to have eight forwards, which is usually your little bit bigger and stronger players coming together, and they're pushing on each other. And then you got your scrum half that rolls the ball in, and that middle girl is called a hook because they're trying to hook the ball with their feet to roll it towards the back of the scrum. So there's a lot of pressure in that scrum, especially in that front line. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, it's all about 
position and safety, teaching the girls how to have their hips in, in the proper alignment, getting the right angle on their hips and their knees, having their shoulders back. You, you want a flat back, not rounded. I know there's a uh, as as much of a melee as that looks. There's a lot of technique involved in it, from what I understand, and uh, um, it's. It's, again, something – I'm an old football coach, and, and it's something we have learned in our training, our practices, mm-hmm. that uh, to, to avoid to avoid getting hurt and, and still work on contact. And, and st- you know, we get very, very close together. Mm-hmm. And though we – uh, sorry for interrupting. No, you're fine. Though we, um, we, we practice it a lot in practice, a, a ref will call it and have you start yeah. over if it's not safe. So the technique, like you have to have your head in a certain position, your your back has to be in a certain position to make sure that no one gets hurt. It's all about safety. Yeah, I think Kira said that this year, hadn't you, Kira? A <laughs> little bit of scrumming. <laughs> yes. See, Kiera plays lock. So, poor thing, she is literally in the middle mm-hmm. of the scrum. So Every she night. is in the second row in the middle. So her head is between two people's hips. <laughs> she has somebody on each side of her and somebody behind her. She is in the middle. Does a good job. And, and, and the person in the middle is the person trying to pull the ball back? Yes, well, sir. Well, that's the person in the front row middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it goes prop, hook, prop. And then in the second row, you've got a flanker, a lock, a lock, and a flanker. And then you have an eight man at the back. Wow. At what point is somebody allowed to use their hands to pick up the ball? Only the eight man at the back. Okay. Or the scrum half. Or the scrum half. But anybody that's actually in the scrum, scrum. which would be the eight man, they're the only person allowed to put a hand on the ball. So they they have to use their feet to bring it back. Mm-hmm. So okay. during the scrum, I noticed that a successful scrum was to get it to yours behind your team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the the ball is put in the middle for both teams to try to get. Correct. And whichever team can push forward That's the best. It. That's it. And get a foot on it to kick it backwards to your team is going to win that scrum. That's it. And it's all and it's all about position, staying low and driving. It's those little details. Because one know. little thing, you can lose the scrum. <laughs> yes. You can lose. It's and, it's tragic. And I'll be honest, you know, our forward pack has done a lot of work, which is, I mean, like Kiara here has started playing lock this year, which probably caught her by surprise. Yes. <laughs> you know, she was not a lock before this year, and she's took it and, you know, pun intended, ran with it. Right. Literally, it's played the system fantastic. But it's because of the work they do that has also allowed our back line to be as successful as they are. Um, I'm not going to lie. I would put our back line against anyone in the country. We've got, we've got that good of a back line. Oh, there, coach. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, with our back line, we've got speed. We've got size. Yeah. We've got footwork. Um, these two, especially, Kayana and Kara, played for uh, my Tropical Sevens travel team. And they were the number two and three fastest girls there under the age of 18 out of, wow. a, out of over 180 athletes. So we know we've got the speed. We know we've got great talent. But they've bought in and done everything exceptionally well this year. I mean, I'm the guy with a plan, but it's their hard work that's done it. Wow. Folks, we are here with the Columbia Central High School girls rugby team, which are the state champions for Tennessee right now, heading to the regionals to compete in the higher levels. Thank you for coming on the show. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, finish up the show um, with our shout-outs. Hopefully you all have a great shout-out to share. It's kind of a tradition on the Big Yellow School Bus. So, wow, I'm learning a lot. Hopefully everybody else is learning a lot. Um, And 
if you want to join a rugby team, contact Columbia Central High School Coach Vance. He's got 40 girls on the 15s and probably could always use more, right? Always use more. Always. All right. And we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital helps countless children in need by preventing pediatric diseases through research and treatment. For the fourth straight year, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram will be donating $150 for every new vehicle sold. With your help, we've been able to raise over $80,000 to help St. Jude with their inspiring work over the last four years. This April and May, join us in continuing to help St. Jude protect what matters most to families at no cost to them. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is T. Willie. I have got our good friend, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone from Foodland. Miles, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, every week you have some amazing, amazing uh, deals, and they always um, usually run through till next Tuesday. So what do you got for us this week? We have the weekly sale, which has whole ribeye for $5.99 a pound, turnip or collard greens, $0.99 cents a bunch, and Coca-Cola 24-packs, ten ninety nine. Wow, that's pretty good. And as always, Miles, uh, you're located right there at 427 West 7th Street. Open seven days a week, of course, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And we appreciate uh, you letting us know every week what's going on. And uh, you got a great store, great staff, and we look forward to visiting with you again next week. So you have a great night, a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Alrighty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. Again, that's Miles Johnson, Foodland, right there, 427 West 7th Street, and they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Make sure you check them out. The NASCAR Cup Series. The King, Richard Petty, is there, and the green flag is in the air. Takes on the track, too tough to tame. Three wide to the top, Truex gets turned, oh, and they're piling it up on the back straightaway. As the NASCAR 75 is honored. Off four, final time, crowd on their feet, and Joey Logano has won at Darlington. It's the Goodyear 400. 1 p.m. Sunday, May 14th, on WKOM 101.7 FM. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus on location at Columbia Central High School with the girls rugby team, the state champion girls rugby team. Also with us today was Dorian Ruffin, who is an oratorical state contest winner in both of these groups. The team and Mr. Ruffin are going on to regionals to compete further. And I'm so proud of these people and so happy that they were able to come on the show. Um, Coach, during the break, you had a pressing question you wanted to ask the girls. So I'm going to let you go ahead and run with that. Okay. Uh, As a former coach, everybody has the goal when you start the season, everybody has the goal, we want to be the state champion. You know, we want to be the conference champion or district champion first, regional champion, and we want to be the state champion. When did it become, you know, the, okay, here's that nebulous goal to, we can really do this. This is real. We can get this done. When did that kind of kick into your into your mindset for this year? The first game. Okay. The first game, he told us, lay him down, run it up. And we did just that, and I knew from then on that we we got to lay down running up. We got the chance to be the best team in the state. Mm -hmm. Same, Kiana? Yes, same. I just knew we had potential, and I just know my mind, like, we got this. We got this. Kiara? Yeah, that's how I feel. And then going on with the next games, it's like we just keep getting better and better with it. Coach? Yeah. It was the second game of the season because we lost the scrimmage at the beginning, and I kind of expected that and kind of planned for that. It was to kind of teach a lesson on humility. I don't care if you're the best athlete, if you're not the hardest worker in the room. And they learned from that. They dug in, started showing up more consistently, putting in the work. First game's always the roughest. Always is. So, but we did well, but I was like, okay, but how are we going to do on a second game? You know, are we going to get overconfident? We didn't. Instead, the girls came out, and it looked even better. It was a well-oiled machine. I was like, okay, we really got something here. I said, as long as we can stay humble and hungry, We've really got something. Wow. Give me yeah. chills just thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, because that, that, to get to the level that you got to, there's got to be that, coach called buy-in, and, you know, the belief. And I was wondering at what point, because there's always that, you know, every every team I've been a part of and every team I've ever coached, uh, you know, you that, that light clicks. Yeah. Hey, we this is real. We can do this now. It's not just a you know, something we say to get fired up. And, and our struggle, at least from a coaching standpoint, was we had several teams that forfeited against us due to lack of players. So trying to find games, keep them consistent, keep them playing, um, not including what we played at Nash Bash, just the tournament, which we played Memphis Inner City Rugby's All-Star team, and then we played Missouri Youth All-Star team with against our JV. We won both of those games. I quit counting when it was, I don't know, we were up 40 points to nothing, or I think we gave up five points against Missouri. Mm-hmm. So we're playing defense. I mean, we're playing both sides of the ball. But just in a regular season, you only get to count 20 points for a forfeit. Like, that's all they give you. So three of those games, we only get a total of 60 points. The rest of our games, we were scoring 60 and 70. Our total outscoring our opponents just for the regular season was 417 Jeez. to 36. I did not know. Wow. Wow, that's pretty wow. impressive. Nobody scored more than 12 points on us in a game. And that only happened against the semifinal game when we were up 50 to zero at halftime, and we switched from playing 15s to kind of a 10s, just five forwards, five backs, just play. Wow! How many games are in a season? 
typically. typically between seven and eight. Seven, eight games in a season. And you guys are impressing me. I, it, when you asked that question, Coach, and I got those answers, yeah. it gave me chills just thinking about that, that you felt it that soon in the season. Mm-hmm. First game for the ladies, second game for Coach. Coach, what would you like to tell these ladies as they venture into the regional finals to compete after winning the state championship? It's nothing they don't already know. The job's not done. We still got work to do. You know, I'm immensely proud and happy for the state championship, but a job's not done. We're going to stack up a lot better than they even expect against nationals, but we just got to control our nerves, come in and play our game, and we're going to surprise some folks. It's just continuing to do just what we've done all season long. What a great way to transition into shout-outs. Thank you, Coach. Um, You've definitely got my ear, and you're impressing me. But I'm going to go ahead and transition into shout-outs. So I'm going to start first with Miss Kara Workman. Um, I want to shout-out my mom for the very blunt transition from cheerleader to rugby player. I thank her for the support. Um, I want to shout-out Coach Vance for making all of this possible. I wouldn't be anywhere without him. And uh, my dad for just being being the light under my tail. There you go. <laughs> Takes some all those people to make a great shout out, and you just did it. Thank you, ma'am. Kiana Edwards, what's your shout out? Um, I would like to shout out my mom and coaches for just always believing in me, pushing me to work hard, and just helping me stay confident, like throughout this whole this whole process. And yeah, I just love y'all. Uh, I love that shout out. You guys, you guys are just making me feel good today. Um, Kiara Granberry. Um, I'm going to shout out my mom and then, like I said, my best friend Trinity for pushing me and taking me out of my comfort zone to come and play rugby. And then I'm going to shout out Coach Vance as well for making me play different positions and actually try my best with it. And what was that position you play in the scrum? Lock. And that was something you weren't used to and you, you're doing really well. Yes, really sir, because well before I've always been in the back line and so this year was my first year going in the forwards. Congratulations to all three of you ladies. Thank you for the shout-outs. And we're going to continue with the shout-outs, and we're going to go next to Coach Vance. I've got a lot. Um, There's a lot of people responsible that have allowed me to help this team as way that they have. I mean, first and foremost is my wife. I mean, that's my rock. That's my best friend. Um, Also, thank my daughter for her help and her. You know, we bounce a lot of ideas off one another. Huge shout-out to Columbia Central High School. You know, Dr. Steele in particular, helping us, you know, giving us the support we need as a program that a lot of programs don't get. Also helping us tremendously with nationals. Uh, they really helped a lot. Um, also like to give a big shout-out to a couple um, college coaches, one that's retiring who is very prominent in making me the coach that I am, and that's um, Mary Beth. She coaches at Bowdoin University, and she's Mary Beth Matthews, and she's retiring. And then probably Farrah Douglas is a big mentor to me as well. Coach, you're an amazing coach from what I've been hearing today. Thank you for that amazing shout-out. And Mr. Dorian Ruffin, welcome back to the show. I know you've been hanging out and listening and, and contributing a little bit. What is your shout-out today on the Big Yellow School Bus? First, I just want to shout-out Columbia Central High School, Dr. Steele, for everyone that played a part in me getting my award, all my peers, giving me good words of encouragement and all that. Um, I would like to thank the Elks organization for helping me uh, get this win. They helped me just as much as everybody else. 
Um, and last of all, I just want to shout out my dad for acknowledging my progress and also letting me know that I'm not doing enough. Like, he let me know that I'm doing enough, but, like, it's still stuff that needs to be done. Always more. Yeah, it's always more. He taught me not to be complacent, not to be content, and I'm just really grateful for that. So. Well, I wish you luck in your future. You're graduating this year. You'll be walking on Monday after yes, the show airs on the radio. Thank you for your shout-out. Coach, what's your shout-out today? I want to give a shout-out to the young people that are sitting in this room right now, uh, these young ladies, this young man, for setting a standard, uh, not only competitively, you know, you, high level, you know, extremely high level, you're all, you're all state champions. And that's something that very, very few people ever get to experience. But just in talking with you, you set a personal standard, you know, your behavior, your uh your interaction with us as adults and 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 stuff just you you set an extremely high standard and i commend you for this and hope you keep doing it uh it, it's it's been very very impressive what an amazing shout out coach i couldn't have said it any better um my shout out will be to coach vance because just getting to know you in the last 48 hours i am impressed and so happy that you have been able to take this team to this point and I wish you luck moving into the regionals and further, the nationals. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank everybody for joining me, Dorian, Kiara, and Coach Vance. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Got to know when to hold them. Know when to Spend a very special evening with The Gambler. The timeless music of Kenny Rogers, performed by Justin Sullivan and his seven-piece Real Deal Band. Many have said this is the best tribute show of its kind. Hear all your Kenny Rogers favorites. Lucille, Lady, She Believes in Me, Coward of the County. 
Saturday, May 20th, 7 p.m. at the legendary Crockett Theater in Lawrenceburg. Tickets begin at only $16. Yes, an evening with the gambler and the real deal band. Saturday evening, May 20th at 7. For more information, log on to CrockettTheater.com. CrockettTheater.com. We'll see you there. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Side by side in building speed. Austin Hill on the inside. Returns from its one-week hiatus. Trouble off turn number two. Sammy Smith is around down to the inside of the racetrack. For throwback weekend in Darlington. To the line. Checkered is out and Jeff Burton wins again. It's the Shriners Children's 200. Saturday, May 13th at noon on WKOM 101.7 FM. What's your favorite radio station? 101.7 WKOM. <laughs> you're listening to your local radio. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle.